0: Compliance with the compulsory formalities is a key element for a successful internal investigation. Protected information
1: against such as private life, maybe state secrecy, commercial secrecy, medical secrecy depending on the business of the company.
0: Good morning. Welcome to Alroot podcast Be Aware and Share. I'm Irina Anyukhina, partner of Alrud Law Firm. I'm here today with Anastasia Petrova, my colleague, who leads on labor and employment issues, as well as on data protection and cybersecurity. And I would like uh, to suggest discussing key implications in Russian legal environment with respect to internal investigations in Russia. Anastasia, No one would like to discuss how the process of internal investigations goes. However, in terms of legal environment, what do you think the key practical aspects are here in Russia with regard to conduct of internal investigations? Thank you, Irina. Hi, everyone. So,
1: actually, I think that the main point, the first point to consider with respect to internal investigations in Russia is that we don't have any specific legislation for conducting the internal investigation. We have data privacy laws, we have employment laws, we have Russian constitution, and all this legislation environment influence the investigation process. And usually it influences it in a very restrictive way Manner for the employer, as it is very employee and individual protective. So, usually our clients prefer to conduct internal investigations in Russia based on their global policies and standards, but unfortunately it is not possible unless these global policies and standards are formalized at local level, as these standards and policies can be binding for employees only after their proper formalization. So then the first practical tip is to localize global ethical and compliance rules. How to do this? It can be done by making bilingual version of the policy or just Russian language version. It's making it compliant with mandatory Russian requirements like data privacy, certain provisions of Russian constitution related to protection of private life. Prohibition of reporting of protected information, again, such as private life, maybe state secrecy, commercial secrecy, medical secrecy, depending on the business of the company. And the, such policy must be approved by the order of the authorized person in the local company. This can be the general manager if it's a full legal entity, or it can be head of branch or representative office if the client has an establishment in Russia in these forms. And the last step is to formalize all employees with the corresponding policies against their signatures. The second tip to consider when conducting internal investigation in Russia is taking into account very short limitation periods for bringing employees to disciplinary liability in Russia. Actually, disciplinary sanctions can be imposed no later than one month as of the day of discovery of the violation or the day when the violation should have become known to the company. And in any case, disciplinary sanction cannot be imposed later than six months as of the day when an employee committed the violation. There are certain exemptions related to violations in the sphere of corruption and violations discovered upon the results of financial audits. In such cases, these terms can be extended up to two or three, even three years. But unfortunately, this extension applies in practice very rarely. So employers must take into account this quite short limitation periods if they wish to discipline employee potentially. And the third tip is to understand that under Russian law employees are not obliged to cooperate with investigators. They are not obliged to respond to their questions and to take invitations to participate in the interviews. And in order to make these obligations binding for local employees, employers shall in advance think of how to properly describe their job duties in employment contracts, job descriptions and local policies in order to to be able to ask employees to cooperate with the investigators if this will be required. So I think these are three main things to consider when conducting internal investigations in Russia.
0: Thank you, Anastasia. Compliance with the compulsory formalities is is a key element for a successful internal investigation. Now, when it goes about um, collected information, it is likely that such information will comprise personal data. In Russia, is it necessary to obtain uh, the consent of the employee or the employees? And what do you think worth doing in case uh, the consent is withdrawn? It's a very good
1: question, a very sensitive question for our clients, I would say. Yes, in, indeed we must obtain employee's consent for in most cases when we conduct internal investigation. This is because during the internal investigation employee data is normally transferred to third parties such as affiliated companies, investigators, maybe some law firms or some other contractors and consultants that assist during this process. So, Russian labor court requires obtaining employees' consent in case his or her data is transferred to third parties. And that's why this is a must. And such consent must be obtained in writing. Written consent must contain a number of uh, of the elements uh, mandatory for this consent. And uh, in some cases, it becomes really complicated to obtain such consents, as it's quite a long paper which contains the purposes of data processing which contains the list of all third parties who will obtain the data in course of the internal investigations and employees often raise a number of questions and sometimes they even refuse to sign such consent the consent also can be withdrawn anytime and in case of refusal to sign or withdrawing of the consent employer has to consider alternative legal grounds for data processing We have a legal ground which is very similar to legitimate business interest in GDPR, but unfortunately in Russia the concept of legitimate business interest is quite weak and relying on this ground is quite challengeable for the employer. So this legitimate interest can be considered, I think, as a last step in case there is no possibility to agree with employee on obtaining his consent for the internal investigation. And another alternative is to rely on the data flows and already existing rounds of data processing, which were formalized before commencement of the investigation. So each employer can think how to treat these personal data issues on a preventive basis and uh, think in advance how to properly formalize its data processing policies and obtain general employee consents in advance that will allow to process his or her data and transfer this data to Third parties further in case of internal investigation.
0: Good. Companies shall take into account all these legal formalities to build a good investigation. Now, thank you for these practical tips, Nastasia. Another practical issue is uh, the investigation itself. It is often that companies would like to keep an employee under investigation out of the office. And we all are aware of the garden leave concept. In Russia, this garden leave concept doesn't work entirely because uh, the labor code prescribes or states, at least, that it is possible to restrict the employee from the workplace only in very limited number of cases and investigation is not there. So my further question, how is it possible to legally formalize the temporary absence of the employee during the internal investigation? Exactly.
1: Garden leaf is not recognized by Russian laws and it is not possible to suspend employee just because of conducting internal investigation and just because he or she is suspected in some non-performance. So we have a few practical options which are quite technical options. So the first one is to ask an employee to take an unpaid leave for the period of conducting internal investigation. But employer must understand that it's not possible to force employees to take any kind of leave and uh, employees' consent or even application for such leave will be required. And uh, employees can be voluntarily sent on unpaid leave with submission of the respective application to the employer in advance. And solution number two is to agree with an employee his or her transfer to remote work for a certain period of time. This solution will provide the employee with the guarantees that he or she will not be dismissed for the unauthorized absence during the investigation and will let the employer some time to continue conducting internal investigation without the employee's presence in the office. It is also possible to limit certain access to the company's IT systems and uh, to the company's confidential information. But this limitation must not be entire limitation, because employee still must perform his or her job duties, at least partially, So, employee should have access to certain resources of the company, at least, I don't know, paper and, and a pen, in order to be able to draft business plans or make some other notes that correspond to performance of his or her job duties.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Another key consideration is remote work. Here in Russia, of course, our legal thinking is in terms of what signature document workflow, first and second. The reality of today is that digitalization comes to different areas of life, including into communications between the company and the employee. More and more electronic documents exist. How do you think it is possible to organize internal investigation remotely and uh, what is uh, necessary to take into account when doing it so? I think the main issue here is that
1: digital communication between uh, employee and employer is not binding unless it is prescribed by local policies, procedures and employment contract with employees. So in order to make this the results of such distant investigation enforceable and in order to make the orders of the investigators binding for employees, the company should have local policies containing procedures and rules on digital communication and digital documents exchanged between employer and employee. And also, it is recommended to implement in the employment contract and job description and employees' obligations to cooperate and provide uh, all the requested documents and information in remote work regime and in digital format.
0: Thank you for our conversation, Anastasia, and highlighting key practical issues of internal investigations in Russia. We see that compliance measures taken on a preventive basis are the must-have for smooth conduct of the internal investigation. Such compliance measures include implementing local policies on compliance, procedures obtaining employees' consents, formation of legal landscape for personal data collection processing and um, permanent compliance monitoring of employee performance that allow, at the end of the days, to meet the limitation periods for potential enforcement actions in case a breach or non-compliance is revealed. Thank you for our discussion. Thank you for joining us today. You are welcome to listen to our podcasts on the Alrud website. There are many useful materials for the business community in the podcasts of iTunes, Google, and Yandex Music. In case of any questions, feel free to approach us via podcast at com. We wish you a very nice day and hope to see you next time.